Welcome to On Our Way, a podcast for those wanting ambitious faith, a place for those needing a little pep talk, for those wanting to know they aren't alone in the daily battles and triumphs, and a place to know all of it comes directly from God. He sees you, He loves you, and He is all about being with you every step of the way. What will He teach you today? Let's find out. you guys and welcome back to another long awaited episode of on our way where we are truly on our way to diving deeper into our faith and discovering more about our own lives and our savior and we do it all in a way that makes sense so if you guys have been listening for the season you know it has been a while since our last episode came out i think it was april 18th to be exact and i am so ready and raring to just get going again i have so much i want to share with you guys I actually just secured probably one of the most influential guests I have ever, and I'm saying ever, 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 ever had on the show. And he's going to be joining me in August and he's just going to be shining some light on Jesus. And I legitimately cannot wait for you guys to hear from him. One quick hint is that he is a pastor at my favorite church of all time. And if you are from Missouri, you probably know who I'm talking about. I'm so excited for him to come on the podcast. So let's catch up. I have been going through, oh my gosh, so many life changes since our last episode aired. And I just like, man, oh man, God really did shed some light and some insight to me when I was in this season. You know, I was journaling, like I have never journaled before. I was really just trying to capture all of these messages from him so that I can share them with all of you and really just do this all for his glory. And I can't wait to to really dive into each one of those messages that I got because truly, you guys, there were so many. And as you all know, um, by now probably that I am in the network marketing industry, I'm completely in love with it in every single way. And even though I was still really, really happy there. And I was thriving. I felt like God was just really telling me that there was more. And as I really stopped and listened and really, you know, dove into that prayer time, there was this push and there was just like this push in my spirit to do something that was way outside of my comfort zone. And God was really pushing me in this direction to help children. And I remember, you know, before I started any of my career, I was like, oh my gosh, God bless all the people in childcare. I could never do it, yada, yada. And now here I am with this huge push on my heart to help children. And I'm so, so excited about it. So without questioning it too much, I decided to really just tell my husband. And when I did, it was so crazy, you guys, because he said, you know, what's so weird. I've been thinking about that too. Literally the exact same thing I was thinking about. And so that just really showed us that it was God's divine appointment. So I dove in, I did this six six weeks of training at a place that was about four hours away from, from where I live now. And I was away from my family Monday through Friday for six weeks. And I got to come home on the weekends, but I'm telling you, it felt like nothing. It felt like no time at all. Now, Y'all, I want to tell you when I, when I tell you I was in this wilderness season, like I was in a wilderness season, I have not cried so hard. I have not depended on God so much. I have not questioned my abilities and my decisions so much as I did in this space. It was a true, true wilderness. And while I loved what I was doing while I was there, I loved the kids. I loved my instructor. I loved all of the things about it. I knew I had this amazing impact, but I was just missing my kids so much. 
And isn't the enemy kind of sneaky like that sometimes? You're doing something really amazing for the kingdom and to help other people and to pursue this servant leadership. And all of a sudden, the enemy messes with your mindset. And he says, "Mm, don't you miss your kids too much? Don't you think that you should maybe just back off? Maybe just quit. Maybe just go back to your family. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And it's just these little tiny white lies or just these little tiny moments of doubt that he'll sneak into your mind that makes you question everything God just put on your heart. So this week, I want to call this message or this podcast, Did I Make the Right Choice? And I really want to dive into decision-making in this spiritual space. So my first ever journal entry when I started this was on day one, and it was after I had completed like my first day of training. And my journal entry literally said, I feel completely overwhelmed and nervous. Did I make the right choice? Is this really what God is calling me to do? Am I even good enough? for this. You guys, is that not the enemy's voice right there? I wrote that down and I look at it now and I'm like, wow, that is not something from God. That is not something from the Holy Spirit. That is not something that God would be, God would be telling me, are you good enough? Did I really call you to do this? That's not, that's not him. And so in this moment though, that those are the feelings I was going through. And so you guys know my go-to when I'm feeling these really big feelings is always to just dive into the word of God and kind of just be filled up and replenished and just to to get that knowledge back into my brain and change my mindset. So as I would, I opened it up and I just, I love the book of Matthew. And by the way, this is like a side note, but if you guys have ever watched The Chosen, I absolutely love the character or the guy that they got to play Matthew. I think it is sometimes so cool to to, to put a face to a name really. And so now when I'm reading this book of Matthew and I'm, you know, reading all these excerpts from it, I really am picturing this character's face. And obviously that's not what he looked like exactly, but I just think it's so cool to kind of like put that into realistic terms. So go watch The Chosen. I'm in no way getting paid for this or anything crazy. I just really love it. And I think that it has changed a lot of lives. So go watch The Chosen. I digress. So when I am um, reading this, I love reading this book because I can just imagine Matthew just watching Jesus and recording him and standing in awe and wonder and, you know, and just witnessing all of these amazing things. How cool would that be to just sit there and watch Jesus? I just, it's mind blowing to me. So anyway, I opened this book and I, I had written myself a sticky note a long while back. And I know it was a long time ago because the sticky that was in this book is all worn and tattered and the ink is kind of faded, but I just love these little God reminders that he gives us sometimes. And this was on day one and it read an area of courage. I should express if I want to do what Jesus called me to do, have courage to accept the adventure of God's will. That's what my sticky note said. And holy moly, if that is not like God speaking to me right there in that, in that Bible, right? It slapped me in the face and I legitimately sat back in my chair and I was smiled. I'm pretty sure my jaw dropped to the floor and I was like, God, you are so good. God has plans for me that I can't yet imagine. And I know that he told me to jump on this adventure right this minute. Not a year from now, not six months from now, right now. And you guys know from previous podcasts that that when God says go, you go, right? Obedience is the best act you can do to really glorify him and step into your purpose. Because if you wait, that moment's going to pass. That moment's going to be over. And and I'm not saying that God is never going to give you an opportunity again, right? Like God is a graceful God and he keeps serving and he keeps delighting in all of the good things in your life. 
but door after door was being opened for me. And it's it, to take this opportunity really. And when I would pray for something, he would literally deliver it the next day. It was the most wild experience. And I could, and I still can in these moments, close my eyes and just really see him smiling down on me. And so if that's you, and if you're in a place where you're like, I think he's telling me to do this, but I'm asking all these questions. Why, how, where am I going to go? How am I going to do this? Who's going to come with me? You guys, by the time that you get all those questions answered, the moment could be passed. And so here's the thing. I, I never want to delay my obedience when he speaks to me. I know that I need to move. And, and there are days that I get to in my own head, like asking the whys and the hows and whos and all the things, and I'll chicken out. I will absolutely do that sometimes. I'm human, but I'm so thankful for his grace that he keeps trying and he keeps trying to get me to this place where I'm uncomfortable because when I'm uncomfortable, I step up. That's when I like, I step up into this place where I know that I've been called. I've also found out that when I don't obey him, when I do chicken out, it makes it way more difficult and my faith gets a little bit weaker. I'm mad at myself. I'm like, ah, oh, why didn't I do that? I should, I don't know why I didn't do that. The power that I once had was forfeited. And then the very next line in my journal, you guys, it says, I am fearful, but yet again, I'm not. Jesus is standing behind me, blowing the breath of courage and strength and wisdom and confidence. I cannot fail because he gave me the assignment. He's with me. And I love how the Holy Spirit speaks to me, especially with those words, because whenever I'm feeling discouraged or I'm full of self-doubt, I kind of just make that deep breath noise out loud to, to myself. And it's just like, I imagine God, I imagine God blowing courage into me, blowing strength into me, blowing wisdom and confidence into me. It's like I can feel that wind behind my back just pushing me because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world, right? Greater is he than my insecurity. Greater is he than my self-doubt. Greater is he than all this head junk going on right now. Greater is he. So how in the world do you know if you're making the right choice or how do you know if you're making the choice that is pleasing to God or that you even heard him correctly in the first place? If you're like me, all of a sudden, you just like, I have this all knowing. I, that's how I work. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just know that I know that I know that I'm supposed to do this. Uh, you just know that God is kind of speaking to your heart and, and sometimes he's going to give you dreams. Sometimes he'll give you visions and you just know. But sometimes on the flip side of this, discerning whether it's from God, whether it's from below, or if it's from yourself is a little bit tricky. So I just wanted to dive into a few ways that I kind of help that make that discernment. So the first and foremost thing that I always do is I pray, you guys pray on it and not just like, Hey God, what's up? Is this from you? Which honestly, please do that too. I do that so much during the day. Like, Hey God, what's up? Uh, is this you or, Hey God, thank you for the parking spot or whatever it looks like. I will absolutely have those little conversations with him, but I'm asking you to slow down, to sit down in the quiet and just meditate. And just a side note on the word meditation. I think sometimes so many people hear it and they think it's woo woo. It's hippy dippy. It's weird stuff, but the Bible is literally filled with the word meditate. And I always say praying is really talking to God, but meditating is listening to God. The Hebrew translation of meditate is to moan, to growl, to utter, to imagine. 
And in Isaiah, Isaiah 38, 14, meditate is translated to moan like a dove. You guys, have you ever heard a dove coo? It's almost like they, they're expressing themselves verbally and they're so sure of sure about what they're saying or what they're talking about. It's basically active thinking, which sometimes will demand expression, right? Like, have you ever been in a prayer or meditation and you start smiling? Or maybe you just start crying out of nowhere and you're just feeling all the feels, or maybe, or maybe you fall to your knees or raise your hands. Like these are all active ways of expression when you're in that meditation. So, no, so number one is always pray on it. Number two, ask yourself if this really glorifies God. Does it align with his word? And sometimes you're going to be meditating about this and you won't get an answer right away. I, I can't tell you the amount of times that I will ask myself, does this align with his word? God, answer me. Is this what you want for my life? And it's radio silence for weeks, right? Like I don't hear back from him. And so a big part of making sure that this is from him is to be patient and to wait on him to confirm it or deny it or open the door or shut the door. There is such a trust when it comes to obeying God, because sometimes he asks you to do something so crazy that your mind literally can't, can't even comprehend the change. Like I follow this account on Instagram called crazy God stories. And this guy was a mechanic. God told him to work on cars for people and expect no payment in return. And he was obviously a little worried about that. Like, how am I going to work for free? And how am I not going to make any money? Like most people, you would be like, no way. I have a family to feed. I have a mortgage. I can't do that. But this guy had crazy obedience and crazy faith. And he did it. And he said that every time he needed anything, God would provide it. People would donate cars to him. They would donate money to him. Anything he needed would just show up. And now he's running this big ministry. He's helping those who have no money. He's starting nonprofits and charities around the nation. He was the prime example of somebody who was obedient to God. And God provided really big for him with this huge platform. And he gives all the glory to God, right? Like he tells everyone about, about it so that more people can want that and more people can get that too. It glorifies God. Number three, talk to other godly people about your ideas. You guys, that's my husband. A lot of times I have some really, really amazing friends who are so God filled that I will go with questions or concerns or what ifs or how am I's. I will go to them. And sometimes I have such crazy ideas that I don't bring them to the table because my husband would be like, what in the actual heck are you talking about? But this one, I was like, no, and I'd like definitely need to ask him. And when he responded that he was thinking the same thing, I knew it was from God. I just knew he put, a, put us both in alignment, which obviously doesn't always happen, but this time it did. And I also asked a few mentors of mine and they thought it was a wonderful idea after they prayed about it as well. I had the support of my godly friends and that's really, really important to me because I know that they are, there's gonna be those hard days when I just need that reassurance and I'll need that prayer just poured over me and life put back into me. But I'm so thankful that God has given me those people. Number four, signs and prophetic words you guys i love this one for me personally because it validates or on the flip side of this it puts to rest everything that i need to hear or not hear so for this decision i would pray very specific prayers and god would answer them and i knew i knew it was from him because there was literally no other explanation of how that could have happened i'm gonna give you a good example i was laying in bed one night it was just very very late and i put my hands together and i prayed god if you want me to do this, I need someone who can watch my kids during the day that I 100% trust and love. And you guys, up until this point, we had the worst time trying to find anybody that could watch our children. 
And so, you know, I said, I just, I want somebody who brings you into our home and loves my boys tremendously. I need this to move forward. I, I can't do this job. I can't do this. What you're asking me to do if nobody can watch my kids. Right. And I'm not kidding you guys. When I say the very, very next morning, my neighbor texted me and asked if I needed a babysitter for this summer as her daughter was looking and her daughter Oh my gosh, her daughter's amazing. She's headed off to a Christian school. She prays over people. She loves big. She has the biggest heart for people. She's the definition of a servant leader. And she's just an amazing girl. And she told me this, and I'm not kidding. I cried out loud and just thanked God for such an amazing miracle. That's a sign. Thank God, hallelujah, for that sign, right? And I feel like I need to tell you this too. There will never be a hundred percent certainty in what you're doing. Yes. I had faith. Yes. Doors were being opened. Yes. I felt pretty good about the decision and everything was aligning, but there was still, still a little bit of doubt and uncertainty behind it. You know, we're human and this, this new venture of mine, this new venture of yours, whatever you're kind of leaping out and, and biting onto that faith about, you know, it, it could be really expensive. Like for us, it requires a lot of money to start. It's really scary. And for the first time in our lives, you know, just being 100% transparent for the first time in our married lives, we are behind on bills. We're nervous for our future. It's caused anxiety and, you know, uncertainty for sure. But at the same time, I trust my God. So I smile through it and I know that we're going to be okay. We sometimes have to enter that realm of faith and we have to start believing for bigger and take that first step so that God can get to work. Just think of Peter. He had to believe that he could walk on water when Jesus called him out to that boat. If he didn't believe it, he would have sunk like a rock. That's no different than our faith right now. We have to believe we can so that God can show us we will. I want to say that again. We have to believe that we can so God can show us that we will. Remember when God called Moses to lead Israel out of Egypt, he said, you shall worship God on this mountain. And that was in Exodus 3.12. So basically in this verse, he was saying that he would know the plan was for, from God if he succeeded in, in doing what he told him to do. Moses needed to take the first steps in faith and the sign that he would get was the fulfillment itself. So sometimes you're like, I don't know, is this going well? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? But internally you feel so fulfilled and so happy and you know you're making a difference. That's the sign. That's the sign Moses got. And I think so often, you know, those confirmations that we get or the signs that we get from God, they're there to encourage us and equip us to take that first step. You guys, getting my business up and running, it has been hard, like extremely hard. It's just one thing after another. It's not for the faint of heart, but if God hadn't given me those confirmations or those open doors in the beginning, I wouldn't have even started it. I would have been like, no way. This is not for me. I'm just going to keep doing what I do, what I'm doing. I had greater trust in him when I had no idea that everything was going to work out. And isn't that funny how it works? But I started walking beside him and I started believing that he was going to take care of me. And I still do, even though times are scary and tough and I don't know how it's going to work and how many people are going to come and all of the things I trust him. And I trust that he's going to take care of me and my business and my family. He's faithful. He is good. He's always good. And I love the verse in James 1, 5, and it says, but if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously and without reproach, and it will be given to him. It's God telling us his will. You guys, James is telling us to ask for wisdom if we don't have it, and God's going to provide it. 
And y'all, I am all about asking for wisdom and direction from God. And I do it all the time, like literally almost daily, but it has to be with a mindset that he will gladly give it to you rather than withhold it. Have you ever been around that person who's like, yeah, well, I asked God for willpower and he just never gave it to me. And you're like, okay, well, you just prayed and you went right into McDonald's and grabbed a quarter pounder and you're trying to have the willpower to treat your body like a temple. That's not how it works. Like you have to put into, put in the work into your mindset as well. And I think that that can be probably a whole different podcast topic. You guys, should we do one on willpower? I think that would be really good. I think that we all need a little help in that arena sometimes. But my point is, if you're praying for the willpower to do something, and then immediately when you get done praying, you go do the thing you just prayed about, the opposite, that's not really how it works. You kind of have to meet God halfway, right? There will be times when you have zero idea what to do. You're going to pray and you're going to meditate and you're going to sit and you could fast and you could do all the things and you maybe you're, you're even getting so many signs you can't even separate them. I want you to fall into Isaiah 30, 21. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. You could get done praying and weighing options and you still don't feel like you have clear guidance. But we can know based off that verse that in those situations, he doesn't give us ways to fall. He doesn't give us ways to run straight into a disaster. This verse reveals his heart to us that he he's carefully going to correct us if we do choose the wrong path, because that's what any good father would do. And he also knows that we're human. Sometimes we just need to make that first step and seek confirmation from him. Take the first step and look up to the heavens and say, am I going the right direction, God? Is this good? We're we good here. Should I back up? Should I go forward? He's going to talk to you. And have, have y'all ever heard that verse in Proverbs? I think it's chapter, ooh, chapter 16, maybe. And it says the mind of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Pretty, pretty popular verse, but legitimately what better way or what better verse is there than this one to tell you that your mind is absolutely crazy. Sometimes it is, and it will fill your mind will be filled with happy thoughts. It'll be filled with negative thoughts. It'll be filled with things from you. It'll be filled with things from below and it'll be filled with things from the Holy Spirit and God. But God is always going to be there directing you. He is sovereign, y'all. He is constant. He will never, ever not find you. And check out Psalm 139, verse seven, and then verses nine through 10 too on this because basically it says you can never flee his presence even if you're in the middle of the dang ocean he's going to be there with you you can't outrun him you can't hide from him he is the purest and kindest person that literally exists and will ever exist he's in control of our lives even if we don't notice it until after the fact not everything is going to make sense but rest assured that he's always going to guide you he is always going to help you walk into your God-given purpose. He is a good shepherd. Friends, let's bow our heads and pray. Father, thank you for this message today. Thank you for your discernment, your signs, your wonders, your prophetic word, the people you place in our lives and, and all the ways you love and guide us. You are here for our good and we are here for your glory. Today, I ask you to bless each person under the sound of my voice, that they get guidance from you today, that you tell them yes or no, that you open or close doors that will show them your will. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for our hearts beating in our chest. Thank you for loving us like you do and watching out for our greater good. We are ready to dive into our purpose in life, and we are listening, God. In your name, we pray. Amen.
Thank y'all for being here so much. It feels so good to be back here with a microphone in my hand. It means the world. Please share this episode with someone who needs to hear it and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We share juicy little uh, religious tidbits every once in a while, some pretty fun reels that are uh, motivational, inspirational, and hopefully will get you through in a much better way. Like all the saints do, please leave us a review on the podcast of your choice so that other listeners can find and like our episodes as well. I love you guys. I am praying for you always. And I hope this week brings you nothing but peace and discernment. Have a great week. Be good to each other. And God bless.